Mic check, one, two, one, two. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the AO Podcast. This is episode number 39, and my name is AO. What's up? Happy Thursday. It seems like everybody over here in New York survived another nor'easter. It was a bunch of snow yesterday. It was pretty nasty. I had to run out for a little bit, meet up with Trav at a meeting, and then uh, definitely came back home where it was nice and warm and dry. <laughs> hope everybody out there is uh is safe and well and good spirits it's thursday um so yeah so speaking of the storm yesterday i get in and i go on twitter and i see uh, my man b keys he's at heistbox by the way h-e-i-s-t-b-o-x so he did a, a quick q a yesterday just chopped it up with a bunch of fans on twitter and i saw that one of them uh, by the name of matt he's at matt chu m-x-t-t-c-h-u-u what's up matt uh, Matt asked Keys if he would ever do my podcast, which for one, I thought that was really cool. So that means, Matt, I appreciate you for, you know, even taking the time to check out what it is that I'm doing over here to be familiar with that. So shouts to Matt. And he asked Keys if he would ever do my podcast. And, uh, you know, Keys said, of course, um, he actually did it back in 2015. And, you know, we'll definitely get together and do another one, um, you know, in the near future. So I'm like, yo, I haven't heard that podcast in a while. So I went. And, uh, you know, I found it, found the podcast and I said, yo, what the hell? Let me put it back out. There's some people that didn't know or, you know, never heard it to begin with. And there's some people that did hear it that probably haven't heard it in a while. Now, for some context, this was back in 2015, uh, the same day that Keys released the Master Key Principles project that's up on Apple podcast, uh, part of me, Apple Music and Spotify and everywhere and title um, that's available now. But this was, you know, the same day that the Master Key Principles was released and right before the guys were about to go back out on another tour. So we met up. Mylon actually recorded the the podcast. So we were in Mylon's neck of the woods. He recorded the podcast and we put it out. This is a throwback Thursday episode of the AO podcast, so to speak. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Once again, this is right before the Master Key Principles was released back in 2015. It was my conversation with Keys. And it'll be a different kind of conversation now. You know, we were friends at that time, but like we've grown, you know, to be like, that's family to me now. We've been on a bunch of tours. Um, just, you know, even late last year, I went out on tour and DJed for him. We went on out on tour with, uh, with Sun Rail and his whole camp. Shouts to my man, make him say Al. And it'll be more of a conversation as opposed to an interview. But this one, I really wanted the people that were listening to get an idea and a feel for who Keys was, where he came from, his history and music. That's like the context for that. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. That's going to be today's episode, this week's episode. Um, tomorrow, as always, I'm dropping a mix on Mixcloud um, and I'm dropping two, uh, two original tracks, one produced by my man J57 and one produced by myself. So you can check out everything that I'm doing. It's at uh what's my website my name is my hustle.com um or just click the link in my bio i'm at ao the king on instagram and on twitter so again two songs are coming out tomorrow one mix is coming out tomorrow and then on the 16th which is next friday i have the project that was then that'll be released spotify apple music title all of the above which features eight songs that i previously released i'm just putting it up on uh you know, across all the streaming sites, and we're going to continue on new music, new podcasts, new mixes, old podcasts, old mixes, old songs, whatever. 
just trying to, you know, make sure you guys stay up to date with everything that I'm doing on this side. So, yeah, that's it. Once again, follow my man keys at Heistbox on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at AO the King on Instagram and Twitter. And without further ado, this is the 2015 interview that I had with B Keys. What's up, everybody? DJ Aaron Omar, Connect Life Radio, part of my fresh.com, iStandingProducers.com. Coming to you once again with an exclusive interview. I got my man, my brother, my high chew compadre, candy connoisseur, incredible MC, my man Black Keys. What's up? What up? What up? What's going on? It's chilling, man. We're hanging out. We're in Brooklyn. Marlon's in a building. We're in his building, but whatever. We're having a good time out here just chilling. Eating so, Smarties. Eating Smarties. Getting smarter. It's incredible how that works. <laughs> so we got the Master Key Principle. Master Key Principles. Yes, Principles. Uh-huh. Coming out later today. Mm-hmm. Definitely going to talk about that. Good music. It's good to hear music from you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. It's good to put music out. Yeah, good to hear like keys really do keys here yeah I mean it's been a minute since I've been like in it and comfortable and like you know what let's do it let's put some stuff out but I'm glad I'm back to that place cause it's been too long how long have you actually been working on this project um how long would you say my long over a year and a half maybe yes yeah, a slow year and a half I'll say slow cook marinade yeah like done the right way right Cooked all the way through. That's good, man. That's that's dope. So like before the first tour, basically you've been like yeah 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 definitely yeah yeah definitely before the first tour. That's dope. Right, I was so actually we'll- hoping to have it come out before, no after the first tour, but um just the way the timeline worked, it didn't it didn't work that way. So we decided to take more time and put the work into it that it needed to before we put it out so i hear you i mean the people will definitely get a chance to listen to that later today but before we even get into that project let's just bring it all the way back to the beginning okay the beginning of who black keys in the public eye actually is how did you actually get into music in the first place um how did i get into music matter of fact before we even start there where are you from where am i from i'm from new jersey i was born and raised in plainfield new jersey and then when I uh, in middle school, I moved, and then I went to uh, South Plainfield, New Jersey. Cool. And that's where I finished uh, high school. Somehow, over the years, the man migrated to New York, where I met him. Right. Five Towns College. Right. But before that, how did you actually start? Uh, you know, where did your interest in music start? Um, I think my interest in music started when I was younger in uh, elementary school. <clears throat> I remember I had to maybe when I was in like third grade. Our school didn't have like a real band, but they had like a band class you could take as mm. like a kid. So uh, I took it, and they only offered three instruments: drums, flute, and clarinet. That's all. They, that's all they had. And they had one music teacher and like five students, maybe. Drums, flute, and clarinet. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and uh, I don't remember the music teacher's name. I wish I could, but um, I don't remember his Call name. Call him Mr. Kapowski. No, no, no. He's an old. He's an old school black dude. He was. He was no Kapowski. He was like Jones or something. But um, he used to play flute, and I was like, well, I don't want to play the drums, and I don't want to play the flute, so I guess I'm going to play the clarinet. Mm-hmm. So I played the clarinet uh, a little bit that year, and then I never picked it up again until sixth grade, I believe it was. And then um, 
sixth grade, I started playing in like an actual band because that's when I moved to like the other neighborhood and they actually had like a real band yeah. with like a bunch of kids. So uh, I joined the band then and then I played for three years until I was in ninth grade. And then in ninth grade, I was a freshman. Oh, I'm too cool to be in the band anymore. So I got to quit. So I quit the band when I was in ninth grade. Would but you? I was getting good. I was getting pretty good too. When was the last time you actually played? Then? Yes. Probably like the last, that day that I left day. like the last day was that was probably last yeah I probably even like threw it out you afterwards. should pick that up randomly and just yeah yo I remember one time I was in the middle school band and there was a graduation I was in 7th grade there was a graduation for the 8th graders and they were worried about whether having it outside would be a problem because they thought it was going to rain and it rained when they were doing like the practice earlier in the morning but then like by 3 o'clock it like cleared up so it was like we could have it outside <clears throat> So the band had to play. So we go to this thing. We go to this graduation. The kids graduate. And as soon as the kids graduate, we're, start, we're supposed to play Pomp and Circumstance and all that stuff. Soon as the, they call the last kid's name, it starts thunderstorming. <laughs> and we have to play through the thunderstorm. And all the kids marched out, whatever, and left. And then I remember I couldn't find a ride home. And there was no one around to, like, pick me up because none of my friends were like in the band like none of my friends cared so uh i had to walk home and i walked home with like a mile and a half it wasn't that far but i thought it was that far but i was soaking wet and i just remember like getting back to uh my house and taking a shower i was like man i don't know if i could do this for this much longer <laughs> and sure enough like two years later i quit <laughs> it was over that quick so you actually started moving forward you started actually uh producing before you were rapping correct yes absolutely um I started producing when I was in high school. Okay. Um, I got started producing because there was this kid at my church who uh, played piano. And he was like a younger dude. And he was really good. And uh, he wasn't like no cornball, like, you know, uh, Urkel type dude who went to church all the time and was just like holier than thou who could play piano. Right. He was like a real cool dude. Like He just happened to play piano. He just happened to be really good at playing piano. So right. I was like, all right. Well, maybe I can get cool with this dude. Maybe he could like show me something. So, um, he would invite me to his house for quote unquote piano lessons. And what we would do is we do a piano lesson for maybe 20 minutes. Then we would play Halo for like three hours. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't have Halo in my crib. So I would go over there. We would play Halo for like three hours. And then we would just make beats on his Triton for like six hours. And I'll be there all day. And that's what eventually got me into uh into making beats on my own and what was your uh your equipment of choice when um i'm trying to think what i have back then i think i had reason that's what i started with reason three um i had i had like a, a 71 key um midi controller i had like a tiny little midi drum pad and um, I didn't have like a microphone or anything like that, and uh, that was it. Yeah, that's all I needed at the time. Yeah. So when you actually started uh, started rapping, were you rapping your own beat? No, actually, when I was st- first started rapping, I was in college. So that was what uh, I started rapping in two thousand nine. You started rapping in two thousand nine. Yeah, started rapping in two thousand nine. What you're happened kinda, was you kind of, if you don't mind me saying, you're kind of nice to have just started rapping. I appreciate it, man. Well, the thing is, it's like not to like say I'm anybody or anything, but um, 
I've always listened to good hip hop. I've always listened to very lyrical hip hop, and I've always enjoyed that more than you know party music or dance music or whatever or whatever other types of hip hop so it was. You pretty much studied. I pretty yeah. I pretty much studied like lyrical rappers and like lyricism and metaphors and similes and double entendres and all that stuff. I like studied it, and um, so when by the time I started rapping and I had to develop a style, I naturally just went. I naturally just flowed in that direction. Okay, just because it was uh, what I was attracted to already. But yeah, I lost a bet when I was uh, in college, and I lost this bet. I don't know what the bet was for. But I had to write a verse to this song, and um, the song's called I Need You. And I heard the beat, and I actually really liked the beat. And I was like, damn, maybe I should write a beat, write a uh, verse to this song. So I write this verse, I record it, and then this song ends up actually being on the first rap mixtape I ever put out as one of the songs. And that was your first verse? And that was the first verse. Who did wrote. you make that bet with? Uh, a kid named Justin Fernandez. Justin. His rap, yeah, his rap name was DC, the so, the champ. So Justin Fernandez, we would like to thank you yes. for making this bet with Black Keys because yes. now we have an incredible, <clears throat> very talented MC amongst us. And he and yo, he was like, uh, he was like one of the ones that kind of showed me how to actually rap, like put it. So he put it on paper. To? Who were you listening to? Like as, as far at the as time, like, I was listening to Lupe. The cool just dropped in. Uh, Oh eight. Yep. So I was on the I was on the cool heavy. Yeah. So I was listening to Lupe. I was listening at that point I started going backwards and listening to his Fahrenheit mixtapes and like Okay. So I started studying like his whole catalog. Cause his stuff was like harder to find back then because he wasn't obviously who he is now. And yeah. People didn't know who he was, so it was hard to find harder to find his stuff. So I was studying all of his older stuff and just admiring like all the different things about his flow, about what he was doing with his words and the pictures he would paint, kind of like Nas used to do, but he would paint them in such a weird metaphorical way that it was like, it was really cool. So that's, uh, that's whose mindset I was in when I was thinking like rap at that time when I first started. And who were you drawn to uh, production-wise, like as far as the sound? Um, the sound, well, m- my favorite producer back when I was in high school, and not to say that he's really not my favorite, but um, he he's not as consistent in the hip-hop realm um, that I can say to be able to judge, I guess. But Just Blaze, I thought, was the greatest producer of all time. Like, I had the utmost respect for Dr. Dre, Pharrell, Neptunes, all those guys, Rodney Jerkins. I didn't even know I liked Rodney Jerkins at the time. I just liked his work. I just liked his work. I just didn't even know it was him. Yeah. And then, um, fucking, uh, Swiss Beats, I really didn't fuck with. I kind of still don't fuck with Swiss Beats. Um, but yeah, that was it. <laughs> Mylon's putting his hands in the air Mylon's and like, and like champion. I'm a Swiss Beats guy. I like. I'm not a Swiss. I like beats Swiss guy. Beats. Like Swiss Beats at his best is some of the most incredible, innovative stuff. So like pretty, pretty Jurassic cool. Harlem. If like from what I was told, that was Swiss Beats. I don't know if you guys remember that. It was uh, Shahid the was, Poster uh, Boy. Poster Boy. Yep. Yeah. Um, that was supposedly Swiss Beats. That beat was crazy. I remember I was in fifth grade when I heard that beat. That beat was crazy. And then. Um, he had another good one maybe with like T.I. or something but those are only two that I fucked with but Just Blaze had had the hits yeah. Just Blaze knew knew what was up dope 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 alright so we covered your influences we covered your start when we come back from this break we're gonna talk about how you actually met um 
how you met John Bellion. Right. Talk about how you met Milan and Trav, who actually worked with you on this project um, right. from a production standpoint. But first and foremost, um, we're going to play a song. And yeah. the song is Let It Run. Yes, absolutely. How, what's the, the, the idea behind this song, behind this vibe uh, in the first place? So the vibe of this song it's called Let It Run because it's kind of like I even say in the chorus like um, not really trying to finish the sentence just let it run like just raffling and off what's on my mind and like just letting uh, just having some fun with playing with flows and you know having like having me time when it comes to rap because sometimes I like to get nerdy I like to I like to go in places that maybe other people may not be able to follow along and carry along for the whole ride but right. it still satisfies me to take my brain to places like that and just have fun yeah. so that's what this is about it's just uh, it's just real rap brawl and uh, yes yeah, let it run yeah I like that phrase just me time with the rap it's important to really enjoy what it is that you do as opposed yeah. to just doing it you can't just you can't always try to make everybody else happy because obviously you're making music for yourself and other people are going to enjoy your music you want more people to enjoy it but sometimes you got to do things for yourself and just say man this is how I'm feeling right now and this is what I have to get off my brain so okay. that's what I did so here we go this is Let It Run listening to Connect Life Radio part of my fresh.com iStandingProducers.com I'm here with Black Keys the Master Key Principles coming out today. Yes, today. 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 We'll be right back. Work. The sun is always stronger than the darkness and when death hurts Marking up the calendar from talking in the challenges I'm harboring my author and the sword is Excalibur Gorgeous women crawling on fours on our floor Trying to evacuate and hit the fire escape from the door Like Anne Hathaway Known for the scratching like Catwoman I would have to say the worst is the wrath of a black woman Wrapping up the season like a TV finale With a CD from B-Keys I'm DC to Cali You can meet me at Bally's Fitting this instrumental like a Snuggie Staying devoted, racking up tallies Sure to hit the ballads Elected as the best out Recording with a cat I've been stretching on the next out All the way in Tokyo I wonder what they'll say When they see that the Godzilla Killed the town when I step let out it run. Let it run Every emotion that I feel I spill and let it run Not interested in trying to finish a sentence Let it run Challenging anyone who knows is sicker Let it run Jogging my memory back to how I've begun I let it run Divided by the light between the shadows and the limelight Reminding me at night that I'ma have them when the time's right Path that I'ma take is probably narrow as the arrows I'm shooting at the stars but got a crab in the barrel Flashy is the power from the baddest of the fashionistas Black Adidas sneaker matching like your past Adidas jacket It's an early resurrection for the bloggers Jumping through the traffic like the bravest of the froggers Acid rappers on the scale weighing out my chances Praying that I fail like the clumsiest of dancers Lorianne Gibson, I'm gifted with my steps Choreograph my life now my vision is correct, uh, beautifully minded, I'm riding to the death, never needed co-signers to sign me a check, a threat, they're wondering how is he that nice, I'm just finishing a task I was given in my past life, let it run, let it run, let it run, let it run. 
emotion that I feel, I spill and let it run. Not interested in trying to finish a sentence, let it run. Challenging anyone who knows a sicker, let it run. Multiply the lyrics by delivery and concept I'm sure to be a bandit with no Johnny in the conquest Speaking very candidly of who I call my family The candles in the sun or the light under a canopy So can I be the reason for change? It's the season of the lyricists, I'm bringing the rain But without an umbrella, I'm leaving the game colored It's all in my nature, grieving the same mother Who gave birth to hip-hop, but now she's in the bag With the money and the weed, we treat fame like a Ziploc And I'm just trying to unwrap the mummy I'm getting tired of these dumb raps for money I wonder if it when he's a misfit Chasing all these piglets a bear for the honeys And it's the simplest addition Ain't it funny how I use problems to solve any mission Let it run, let it run, let it run Every emotion that I feel I spill and let it run Not interested in trying to finish a sentence Let it run, let it run, Challenging anyone who knows a sicker Let it run, let it run Jogging my memory back to how I begun I let it run Alright, we're back, Connect Life Radio, DJ Aaron Omar, I'm here with my man Black Keys, that was Let It Run, Yeah. or for the Master Key Principles dropping today. 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 Fuego. Today. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's, uh, let's bring it back to how you actually met the beautiful, how did the beautiful mind thing come together for Black Keys? Um... Well, the beautiful mind thing is awesome. Shout and, out to uh, my man John Bellion. Yeah, shout out to John, wherever he's at. I don't know what he's doing right now. Getting ready for his second nationwide tour. He's probably combing his hair, making sure he looks good. <laughs> um, beautiful mind came together. Um, I went to the same college as John, and I'm a grade ahead of him. So every year when the new freshmen come, we, they do like um, like orientation. They'll have like bands that are already in the school play for them and perform and all this other stuff to get them interested in the school. So I remember um, I was an RA at my school because I figured um, if I'm an RA, I won't have to pay for my room and I can have a room by myself. So I was like, word, I'll do that. I was a terrible RA, but <laughs> I was an RA and what I made it happen. Terrible. I was just, I was like a good cop, bad cop, bad cop. Like, uh-huh. I don't see nothing. Like, <laughs> you're breaking, like, the school's, like, mandatory, like, kick kick out extermination rule. Like All sorts of anything. debauchery goes yeah, right over like, Key's head. Yeah, but, like, they would need to hook me up sometimes. Dude, gotcha. So, yeah. So it was give and take. My, I feel like they like me. Um, <laughs> but anyway... Um, so we had to be there early to set up the orientation for the new freshmen. So one night, um, the freshmen all gather in the cafeteria after hours, and they just start rapping, singing, dancing, like doing whatever it is they do. So I'm walking by, and I look inside, and I see all these kids like going crazy. I'm like, oh, this is tight. What's going on? So I go over to the, uh, the group of people, and I'm sitting there, and they're like dancing, they're like getting light or something. I don't know what they're doing. Somebody had like a boombox, and like everybody's dancing in the middle of the circle, or whatever. Um, and 
a couple of people told me about John and they was like, yo, this dude raps, yo, this dude sings, yo, this dude's crazy, yo, he writes songs, like, yo, I feel like y'all two would like, y'all would be cool, like, y'all would click. So I was like, word, like, like, you know, where's he at? Like, I want to meet him, whatever. So eventually um, they started rapping, people rapping or spitting, and then they were like, yo, John, yo, uh, this dude Black Keys is here, yo, and like, yo, you should rap. So he's like, all right, word. So he starts rapping or whatever. I wish I could remember what what he was spitting. I do be remembering old verses that he has, but he doesn't know. And if I ever recited him, he'd lose his mind, fucking combust. <laughs> but um, he spit a verse, and then it was like, yo, Keys, you should spit a verse. It's like, word. So then I spit a verse, and then... You remember like, your verse? I actually do, yeah. I, it was actually a verse that I wrote on... Um, I wrote over the Rick Ross Mafia music instrumental. Yeah, so I definitely remember that verse. Verse was terrible. But um, John spit again. Then I spit like, and that verse was like 64 bars. So I just like cut it at 32 the first time. So then when it was my turn to like rhyme again, I just picked it up up from from like the end, like super cheated, whatever. From line line 33, yeah. And, um, John was feeling it And then uh, Everyone continued to dance And sing rap Whatever And me and John Kind of went over to the side And was like Yo I fucks with you He's like yo I fucks with you too He's like yo I got this beat You trying to get on it I was like yeah Day one Day one yeah So we literally leave This little dance party thing And go to his room And create smooth moving Wrote it And recorded it On the spot And that was the beginning Of Uh the relationship that I started to build with John and then we started working together doing a bunch of songs together started uh, performing at the school together and all this stuff and he had been telling me for a long time about this idea of Beautiful Mind being like this collective this coalition of like artists and singers and painters and dancers and skateboard artists and all these different people basketball players Mm -hmm. that were a part of the same like mindset of having a beautiful mind and just doing really dope stuff so um he was like, yeah, I want to start, like, building it. I want to start, like, making it a thing. So he's like, yo, are you down to, like, rock with me? I'm like, yeah, of course. And obviously I had heard his music, so I'm like, this dude's a genius, clearly. So, yeah, of course I'm down. And then, yeah, that's what it's been ever since. So seeing as how you guys have been rocking so long, um, it's only natural that both of you would have some sort of an influence on each other. What do you think has been your influence on John and what's John's influence been on you? Oh, man, this is a good question. Um, I think my influence on him has been in a um, in the sense of rap. I feel like I've shown him uh lyricism and lyricists like I've played him some stuff that goes so deep into lyrical rap that it's like subconsciously pulled him into like a lyrical aspect as well mm-hmm. and uh i feel like it's dope because i've seen his style evolve over the time as far as his rap style um now he's so he's so clean and comfortable and and good at it that it's not even like oh john's like rapping it's like no john's just spitting like it's, yeah it's just natural it's, it's just so natural now and i feel like i influenced him in that way and i feel like in his way he influenced me to listen to m- way more than rap mm-hmm. You know, he influenced me to listen to 
um, different rock bands, different indie bands, different pop bands, and um, put kinda my open in your ears, yeah, to sounds, yeah, kind of open my ears to different sounds and being like, yo, this is why this song works. This is why people love this song. Like, look how it's written. It's so simple, but it's digestible, you know. Mm. And uh, he influenced me as far as like making my songs, trying to make them to. Uh, a place where people can understand them and digest them and we kind of have that balance between each other which I think is really cool that's dope so on this project you also worked with two other people from uh, from Five Towns College at least that you met in Five Towns College um, one of them is Travis Mendez right he's also a part of Beautiful Mind yes he is also a part of Beautiful Mind and then you have my man Lon Canvas who is yeah, who recording is, this who is yes behind well behind the Microphone that I'm speaking into, sitting down with an MPC, pushing buttons. I see that's powered on too. We might have to and doing we, things. We might have to revisit this. Um, they're also part of Beautiful Mind. But how did you actually uh, meet those two? Those two specifically because they uh, produced this project. I met these guys actually at school. Um, when I was a freshman, they played my freshman orientation. And um, they went by the name of BTP. It was uh, pretty much a few of the members that are in Beautiful Mind now, the instrumentalists. And then there were uh, maybe, what, two other ones at the time? Or maybe one other one? And, um, yeah, they were, like, the nastiest band I had ever seen. Mm -hmm. And um, they used to perform at my school all the time. So it was just natural that, like, I sought out to, like, meet them and, like, chill with them and, like, see what they were all about. I met Mylon, I think, first. No, no, no. I did not meet Mylon first. <clears throat> I met Trav first because I had to audition. This is when I started rapping. I had to audition to be in the hip-hop showcase that we were having at the school. You remember and, which one that was? Um, hip-hop showcase? This was spring 2009. Okay. Yep, yep, Spring yep, yep. 2009. No, no, no. Either 09 or 2010 it was, spring, it was spring 2009 It was spring 2009 Yeah And um, I had just started rapping Yeah And I had to perform To audition And I never performed In my life Like I never rapped In front of people In my life So the audition For the actual The biggest show At the school Right Was the first time That you ever performed In front of people Yeah And nice. Trav Was one of the judges <laughs> <laughs> What was Travis his was feedback? Just, I'm so curious. All right. Well, let feedback? me first let me tell you what the performance was like. Okay. So I was doing three songs. One of the songs, I remember the one in the middle was like a girl, like I'm rapping to you, girl, while you walking down the street song. And um, <laughs> I beforehand asked some girl, I forget who it was. I asked her. I was like, yo, I'm going to go on stage and I'm going to do this song and I'm going to ask for a female to come to the stage. I was like, yo, if nobody raises their hand, yo, you got to raise your hand. <laughs> yeah. And she was like, don't leave me out. I was like, yo, don't leave me hanging. She was <laughs> like, all right, if nobody raises their hand, I'll raise my hand. I was like, all right, work. So I went up there, black do-rag, uh, Zoo York hoodie, academic jeans, uh, Air Forces do rack on for the performance mind you I get on stage but was the cape out no 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 the cape was not out I had the, the knot in the back of that type okay. of knot um, and I'm performing and second song comes and I'm like yo uh, yo can I get a lady up here 
and everybody's just stone facing me. Uh, and then I'm like, oh, like, I think I see one in the back. And then I'm like, I started kind of pointing. Uh, and then everybody turns around and looks at her and she raises her hand. And then she comes up on stage. She trooped it. She trooped it. Nah, shout out to her. And uh, we get on stage and we do the song, whatever, and it was cool. She goes and sits down. And then the last song was featuring two other rappers that were once five times with, whatever. And um, we did the song and we thought we killed it. We were like, yo, we just bodied that. Like, it was dope. It was cool. And um, yeah, I was waiting for their feedback. And Trav was like, Nah, man. <laughs> He's like, man, you just gotta keep working on it, man. I was like, I'm sitting there thinking, like, what? Like, I thought this was did the- they did they just see this? Like, <laughs> did they not just see this performance? Like, are you kidding me? It was probably the worst performance I ever put on in my life. <laughs> but I was souped, and uh, I didn't make the um, I didn't make the show. Mm. Yeah, and that was the first time I met Trav. Afterwards, that's I how you met Trav. Yeah, yep, I talked to him about it. Maybe yeah, I like, talk about this though, today. I don't think we have, yo. Uh-huh. Maybe briefly, but we never like talked about it in depth. Yeah, but I remember. Um, maybe a week later, I came back to him. I was like, yo, what could I have done to be better? Like, what could I do? And like, he really sat me down. I was like, look, you could work on your stage presence. You could work on this. You could do this. And um, he really like gave me good advice. And after that, I was like, oh, this dude is like kind of cool. Like, I need to hang out with him. And he's the lead singer of that awesome band. Right. So I was like, all right, this is a cool dude. Yeah, so there's at least some weight behind him. Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And then um, I met Mylon uh, probably through Trav. I don't remember our exact first encounter. I do remember telling him early on that I thought he had the coolest name I ever heard. I don't know (laughs) if you remember that. I think I do it. Yeah, I told him he had the coolest name. (laughs) And that still stands. He still has the coolest name. But um, yeah, and he played me some of his beats, and I was like, okay, he's another genius. So I'm gonna stay close to all these people. Yeah. And uh, we all became friends. We ended up doing performances against each other. We ended up doing performances with each other, and uh, we kind of created this cool little family with uh, Beyond This Point and uh, Beautiful Mind. And we kind of stuck with it um, throughout the years. We kind of stayed in, you know, in arm's length, and we always reached out to each other until the perfect opportunity came. And we was like, "Yo, we could do it. You know, we could all do it. Like, let's do it. Let's join forces." And then, um, yeah, that's how it happened. Join forces, put together an incredible team, uh, Thank beautiful you. mind. So fast forward to the first tour, right? Last year. Definition tour? No, no, no. This is the Beautiful Mind tour. That's the Beautiful Mind tour. This is the Definition tour coming up. Yes. Tomorrow is the Definition tour. Right. So, I know you have at least one really good story from that tour. Um. Okay. Well, there's the thing. You have to classify great story. Like, <laughs> no, seriously. Great story could be saw something great. Uh-huh. You met someone great you had a epiphany great you saw something ridiculous that was great all right let's start here if i were to say let's do a a word association okay most memorable fan most memorable fan i'm pretty sure they will be listening to this too i know i know they're gonna be listening to this (laughs) i have to pick one person 
Nah, just a random. You know, you say most memorable, but I mean, most, what's a what's a very memorable. memorable? Yeah, what's a memorable fan experience that you had on that first tour, on a Beautiful Mind tour? Oh man, uh, there were so many of them. I know I saw a lot of really incredible artwork that made its way around. Oh yeah, shout out to Dexter. Um, he's the one that shot all those incredible photos of the first tour. If you saw him, um, yeah, his photography is amazing. No, I mean like the the actual fan art. Oh, the fan art. Yeah, yeah the fan art was crazy. Yeah. Um, I didn't get no fan art though. Trav, everybody else got. Well, Trav got fan art. Uh, John got tons of fan art. Somebody gave you some too, my line, didn't they? Yeah. Like we got like T-shirts too. Yeah. 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 Um, Wasn't it somebody's moms that actually cooked for y'all? She... Oh, that was uh, he was our um, road manager. Right. Um, yeah, we went to his house on the tour. Right. Yeah, shout outs to Rob, man. Rob's the man. He holds it down, and uh, his mom's cooks, and she is crazy. And they made cake, and the cake had the beautiful mind tour on it, and and uh, Mylon walked into a glass. <laughs> Twice. Yeah, shout that out on the radio. He walked into the glass twice, and everybody's laughing. And then I walked into it like five minutes after. Yo, I felt so. I felt so. Like you just didn't see that happen. Yo, this glass. This glass was so clean, dog. It's ridiculous. For real, and it was like the perfect temperature outside, so you didn't know whether. You were inside or outside. Like, the temperature was the same. Right. And sure enough, right when we were about to leave, I fucking walked right into the door. <laughs> and everybody just lost it. And it's funny, because everybody's laughing, but it's muffled, because the door's closed. <laughs> <laughs> so you can't even hear, like, the full sound. You just hear my, ooh, 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 ooh. But yeah, um... Yeah, that was, that was a really good uh, tour experience. Mm. That was, um... That was really our first moment where we felt like we were back at home, although we were not at home. Right. We were actually in someone else's home. But we felt like that was our first, after we left, that was our first like home feeling again. And how long was that actual tour? The tour was um, October 1st until November 4th. Right, so a good so solid was, month. Yeah, of definitely a full, one full month at least. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good tour, man. It was uh, it was the best experience I've ever had in my life, as far yeah. as music, as far as just any kind of experience that is a pleasurable and uplifting experience. And, and then um, traveling, how much of the the actual uh, places that you traveled to for the show did you get a chance to see? Oh, um, not many, but uh, there were a couple. We got to see Toronto. Mm. Um, we got to see Chicago. Uh, we got to see San Francisco. We got to see a lot of San Francisco, which is a beautiful city. Um, got to see a little bit of uh, the land in between, like what? Um, Orlando and was it Fort Lauderdale? We got to see some of Atlanta. And, uh, Santa, Cruz. And Santa Cruz, yes, yes. We got to see Santa Cruz. Santa Cruz is really nice as well. Um, yeah, but other than that, we were just on the move, you know, because we had a show either every other day, and, mm-hmm. but it was like every other day in the middle of a different state. Right. So it was like, you know, on our days off, we were like driving all day. Yeah, that's what I hear a lot about people that are, that are on any kind of tour, um, you know, even athletes that are always traveling around, like you're in all of these different places. Yeah. But you very rarely get a chance to really experience. The, yeah. A lot of times, you know, we pull up, walk in, do the show. Yeah. Come out and pull off, and out, off to the next. Off week. to the next one. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you got the 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 
new tour, the Definition tour. Yeah. Starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow. And how how long are you on tour for that one? Um, we're on tour on this one uh, for a little bit longer than the uh, the first tour. On this one, we're um, about a month May and a half 26th until July 3rd. Yep. And it kicks off in uh, Milwaukee at the, uh, the Rave Bar 2. Nice. And Milwaukee's one of our favorite uh, cities from last tour. So uh, we're excited to kick off the tour again in Milwaukee. It's going to be awesome. Going to see some of those uh, familiar faces as far as fans are concerned that just keep coming out to all of the shows. I see, oh, like, yeah, man. Uh, just, just watching uh, the response that you guys get. Um, I mean, even when you guys came back home for the New York show. Right. Um, at the High Line. Just, you know, really, really passionate fans. Like, they're, yeah. they're so into into the music. They know everything word for word, line for line. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful Mind fans are literally one of a kind. And, yeah. like, you can't copy the authenticity of these fans. And the things that, you know, they show you by their actions and coming out to these different shows miles and miles away from each other. And, like proposing to women on stage and like just doing all this stuff you can tell that the music resonates with them so much that it's become a part of their life and it's helped them become like who they are that's dope so it's awesome man i think we have the greatest fans that's dope so speaking of beautiful mind fans you have a project for these fans to listen to that drops today today and it's called the master key principles featured presentation i should say that with like the uh you know the guy who does like the movie commercials? Yeah, you need that I guy. wish I had his voice. The Master Key Principles, <laughs> a featured presentation. And then have like a line. In a time when... Yeah. Yeah, one of those. So what what inspired this project? What is this... What are you trying to get across uh, big picture with this actual project? You know what? This project is... Um, a cool way to describe it is... A musical movie, but not in the sense of a music. I'll say a musical matinee. I will say that, okay. not in the sense of actually watching a show, but just taking yourself to a place where you can just relax and just enjoy what is being presented to you. You know, a matinee could be a movie. A matinee could, could be a play. It could be a presentation. Mm-hmm. It could be whatever. You know, just. You know, sitting in a sitting in a room and feeling that warmth from other people being interested in the same thing and just listening to it and just absorbing it and just letting it letting it rock with you and letting it flow through you. And that's the experience I try to create with this project. Now the actual production was handled by Travis and by Lon. Yes. Um you got a, a real soulful sound here. Um just a lot of a lot of samples, a lot of like collages of sounds is the way I like to describe right. it. Right. And I think that just comes from um, the three of us and our personalities and the things we're into. You know, we love soul. Who doesn't love soul? Mm-hmm. And soul goes really far and into different languages and worlds with these guys. You know, soul is not just American, you know, and that's something that they've actually showed me. Like people from all around the world have had the same type of different, same type of souls and um, it shows in music that you know America has never even seen before and um, we just wanted to like encompass that and mix that in with my style and what I could bring to uh, the table when it comes to rapping and, and being lyrical and also putting that taste of soul in a different format into these songs dope and uh, the people already heard um, Let It Run 
they heard right. Find Your Love Part 1, which definitely means there's a Part 2. I mean, that doesn't have to mean there's a Part 2. There's been Part 1s of stuff. And but, it was never a sequel, yeah. And it was never a sequel. But um, there's a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> there is a Part 2. There is a Part 2. I got some stuff. Got some stuff? We got some stuff. Some things in the can. Yeah. There's some things for people to look forward to. But you have, uh, you got Find Your Love Part 2. I think we should get into that right now. And we're going to come back. Connect Life Radio. Word. Find Your Love Part 2. Velvet, I can wish you for the color of your coat and fortune smiling all along the Replace something you thought wasn't there So now it's got me thinking back to things you thought weren't fair I mean regrets been in my head I pull them out through my hair I'm losing money Making bets on days that you'll reappear You're such a vet Amazed at weapons used to keep me in fear Of losing you I'm usually a student glued to my chair But I'm not used to this My usage of my heart's getting scarce And that might scare you But I promise I won't leave yours in tears that was Find Your Love. That was part two. Part two. You already know part one. And that's it. That's the show, man. Black Keys, second guest, second interview on Connect Life Radio. First, first interview for me. First audio interview for me. Ever? Ever. I'm honored. Yeah, I'm honored to be here. I'm, it's a pleasure, man. I wouldn't want to do it with anybody else but the homie. I mean, yo, that's the ill thing. It's like... You try to put an interview together, but like we chill. Yeah, it's so like it's to weird, actually yeah. <laughs> try to cover content is like it's yeah, it's hard. It yeah, is tough. It's, it's tough. weird, but I mean that's this is dope, man. This is uh, I know that the the fans got a a glimpse in the, how you even started out, which is always dope. Yeah, um, man. Some some of the behind the scenes info, which people are always clamoring for, and that project, Master Key Principles. Yeah, man, it's coming out later today, five o'clock. Five o'clock, man. Yeah. And you'll be standard. able and you'll be able to get it 
at blackkeys.com. There you go. Blackkeys.com. That's where you should go for that. Part of my fresh.com is where you come for Connect Life Radio, which drops every Monday. And uh, you know, check that project out. Yes, ah. Got the tour tomorrow. Tour tomorrow. What's the first uh, was first stop. Kicking off in Milwaukee at the Rave Bar 2. Shout out to Milwaukee. Shout out to Jack Loft. Um, who else we know in Milwaukee? That's it. But uh, yeah, definition tour tomorrow. There you go. <laughs> Tape today, tour tomorrow. Black Keys, my man. Pleasure. Yeah. We're, we're dapping. <laughs> we're dapping. <laughs> <laughs> Connect Life Radio. We out. Right. Well, let me tell you something, brother. So that look, that was supposed to be the end of the show, right? And I, I noticed <laughs> out of my peripheral, the corner of my eye, that my man Lon is over here and he has this MP in this power. AKA, AKA Lon Canvas, AKA the raw materials, <laughs> AKA at Lon Canvas on Twitter, at Lon Canvas on Instagram, at Lon Canvas on Snapchat. The aliases is just way too real right now, and I'm never on at, any of those social At M.Hade. <laughs> <laughs> at Shrimp Life. Oh, man. All, life, all those for life. at beautiful mind or hashtag beautiful mind <laughs> the man of uh, a million names he has this MP and it has the lights are on so I figured why not just do something spontaneous and just create something for the people right now he said I figured I figured I'll just start why not is that possible can we actually do that yeah, yeah we could do that yeah. This is Long Canvas chopping this on the on the live and direct on the set. Uh, I come through protect your neck. Uh. Yeah. 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 Uh. Uh, cooking niggas like recipes I'm next to be the best MC You dogs ain't in my pedigree Ball hogging I'm a con artist Fogging up all your windows In the middle of the winter You can't see ahead of me Unless you wipe him I'm a swiper Stealing anybody's wifey Peeling off inside a viper Put you where the pedal be Or the metal in the last rap Decathlon for captivating listeners Decapitating any track I'm on Got a flow like Poseidon Riding on a seahorse But be cautious of piranhas Got a bite like Benihana's Of course we be tortured Knees Jason Voorhees So he's scorching Knees sores Three degree burns Knee causes medical attention And bad again with Medicine from catching a suspicion. I'm better than the veterans. I'm cashing in their pension. Flow like slum Kettering. I'm cancerous dimension. Get a sample of my sickness, boy. Boy. Word. <laughs>